Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, July 31st up at Saratoga. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Three graded stakes make up the first three legs of the late pick four, and we will start with the eighth, the grade one Alfred G. Vanderbilt handicap. Three-year-olds and up, six furlongs, nice, well-matched field here, Jim. How'd you see it? Well, I see it that I've picked Whitmore the last three times he's run, and, and I've lost money on him all three times. I, I still love the horse, but I'm not going to pick him today, so you may as well take your money. He'll, he'll go to the uh, to the winner's circle. I'm going to use him in my pick four. I'm going to go with Renze Fire in here. Um, the horse has not done that well at Saratoga, one for seven, but the two races before the uh, uh, the last race at Belmont, the seven furlong stakes race, uh, he is on top of his game, and the True North, the grade two, the run happy grade three at six and six and a half. He drops back at six furlongs here. Jose Ortiz keeps him out. Going to have some pace to run at, I think. And uh, it looks like Strike Power might be the, the lead horse here. Forense Fire is a very lukewarm pick for me. I'm also going to use Mischievous Alex. Uh, with this pattern that he's shown in the last four races, he's due for a big one. He had a 109 buyer in the Carter handicap that won that by five and a half, but then came back in the Met Mile and may have bounced a little bit. Didn't He was right there, but got beat a leak in three quarters uh, and ran a 98 buyer. So if his pattern continues, second off the layoff, he, he ought to improve. But if he gets back to that 109, they're running for second place. Uh, Whitmore, i got to use him just out of respect for Ron Moquette and, and the class act that Whitmore is. I'm also going to use special reserve for Mike Maker on the outside. You and I talked about uh, prior to the uh, recording this that Mike Maker's doing very well at Saratoga. And going into the Thursday card, he's uh, at 28% up there with seven winners out of 25 starts. So he's been on fire. Uh, this horse comes out of the Iowa Sprint. You wouldn't think would be a great prep for this for this grade one, but a 101 buyer getting better at the right time. And I got a lot of respect for Mike Maker and Joel Rosario. So he may run them down in the lane, but uh, going to go four deep. Forense Fire is my pick in the Vanderbilt. And I'm going with Special Reserve on the outside for Maker. Consecutive buyer tops and seems to be really getting good. And Maker got this horse, and this is his just his fifth start out of the Maker barn. So kind of got the feeling that he's found the formula for this horse, and he's in top form and I think he can can win right back. I also like that he's won seven times, and five of them have been at the six furlong distance. I uh, actually bet him at Keeneland when he went seven in the Commonwealth, and that maybe he's just a little too far. So I think the, the distance is right. He's in best form of his life, and I'm going to take special reserve. Forense Fire, Whitmore are must-uses, and I'm going to throw in a price horse, three technique. It's the fourth start off a layoff. And he likes Saratoga. And I don't really think he can win it. I'm going to throw him in the pick four just in case. But I really think at 15-1 to 1 on the morning line, he's more of a horse that could finish underneath in the exacta and really spice that up or uh, finish third in a try. And uh, I think that with a good bit of speed in here could uh, get, set him up for a nice trip to hit the board. So I'm going to throw that one on the ticket as well. But special reserve is on top for me. Gets us to the grade two, Jim Dandy, which is the prep for the Travers later in the meet, mile and an eighth for three-year-olds, and essential quality will be a massive favorite in here. How do you see the Jim Dandy? I see essential quality as a massive favorite in here. I, I, 
really, I don't see any horses in here. There are only, only six horses in it. Uh, he scared off a bunch of horses. He, you know, he, he ran an absolutely wonderful Belmont, uh, beating Hot Rod Charlie down the stretch, and, and Hot Rod Charlie came back in the in the Haskell, and, and obviously uh, that was a quality win over a quality racehorse. Uh, he always had to step forward. I mean, he's he's a length away from being undefeated, and that length, unfortunately for him, was in the Kentucky Derby. Um, so, got to pull for extension quality, the winner of the Bluegrass this year. So, I, I think this is his Jim Dandy to win or lose. Um, horse that kind of intrigues us. I, you and I were at Churchill when this this horse won at Thistledown and at uh, the Ohio Derby Massacre Parade. Um, got to had some excited. Winner, uh, winners there had some of the owners there at Churchill that uh, were a little bit obnoxious, but they were they had a good time. Um, so the Ohio Derby winner, uh, big step up from Grade Three to Saratoga, Jim Dandy, but it makes sense for this horse. Uh, he wiped out a field of uh, optional claimers at Churchill Downs at a mile and an eighth the last time out, so he, he, he likes the distance. He's finally maybe found his niche after. Struggling to make his break his maiden, but uh, has come through with two really good races with 97, 98 buyer. Uh, it's a it's a good stepping stone for him, and I think they'd be happy if they ran second to Essential Quality, and that that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, keep me in mind uh, was in that same race and and just barely got beat. Uh, was closing four wide on a track that usually favors speed at Thistledown, so uh, this horse has a, has a shot to get the money as well don't think the others have, have much of a prayer, but uh, this could be a walkover for essential quality. Yeah, I'm going to single him in the pick four. I, I can't see him getting beat. He's not not going to fire his A race, I wouldn't think, but he doesn't need to. Uh, but I think as far as just playing within the race, if I made a play, I think it would just be a cold exacta 5-4 and take keep me in mind second. I've uh, used this horse some, helped me hit the super in the uh, Preakness, but uh, I think that last race was a uh, buyer best. I like Rosario on this horse. I think he's a really good uh, fit for this one as a, a strong finisher. And I just think if anybody tries to hook essential quality, they're they're going to pay the price for that. And so keep me in mind, I could just sit back there and pass some horses in the stretch and get second. But essential quality is the wind for a uh, win pick for me and keep me in mind. Hopefully to get second. Grade two Bowling Green. The 10th race, third leg of the pick four. Four-year-olds it up at a mile and three-eighths on the turf. I did not have a strong opinion in here. I ended up on cross-border mainly because he's won five times on this turf course uh, at Saratoga. Loves the grass up there. Battle-tested uh, with some uh, good runs in against really good company over his career in recent years especially. Uh, so I'm going to take cross-border. Uh, Makers Barn's been doing well. Uh, Sham Rocket uh, was the one I nearly took on top, but... I think maybe he's just a, a little light overall as a, as a winner. Uh, he's too many seconds and thirds versus wins. But he's still just four years old, and he's coming off a buyer top in two of his last three starts, and he gets Ired Ortiz. So as a four-year-old, he still could have some upside left. Uh, I'm going to use Channel Maker just on back class. Uh, I don't really think he'll win this, but uh, I'll kick myself if he did. Uh, the one Channel Cat seems to be maybe in the, the top form of his career, so I'm going to use him. And then I'm also going to throw in Moon Over Miami, the seven, just on the angle that it's Bill Mott and it's a four-year-old who uh, may have some uh, upside still to tap into and seems to be at his best going longer. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four, but cross-border on top, the two. How about you? 
I took Soundmaker. Um, I think this horse, uh, they've given him some time off after going to Saudi Arabia and Dubai to play in the big, big pools over there. Um, Rosario rode him over there. Franco gets the mount back, and the, the last four times Franco rode him, uh, he's him five times. He's been he's been great every time, and he got he had back to back to back 108 buyers in the Sword Dancer, the uh, Turf Classic, um, and at Keeneland in the Breeders' Cup Turf. So I, I just think Channel Maker. I think he's got enough positional speed. I think he's got to get the lead here. I think he's got to dictate the pace in this mile and three eighths race. Uh, and I think Channel Maker. To me, is a is a strong favorite. You said you didn't think he would win, and we have a difference of opinion here. I think he will win. Uh, I'm going to use a couple others cross border. I've got got to throw in because of the five out of six at Saratoga, and then the other horse I was going to use is the four horse Rock Emperor, uh, just out of respect for Chad Brown and and Rosario has been running well up there. So, uh, but Channelmaker to me is is um, should be like eight to five here. I really think that he's got the right. Uh, race flow and the only thing that would question me is that did he come out of that dubai race where he didn't run very well over there uh but he loves saratoga uh manny franco gets the mountain back so i'm gonna go with channel maker here 11th race is a 25k claimer three-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and a 16th and uh i would suggest too that you uh you know pay attention to how the turf course was playing because they had uh some rain on uh, on Thursday, and uh, prior to that, it was starting to play uh, very uh, speed oriented. I thought, and so you might watch the Friday card and or replays, and then uh, early on Saturday to to see how that's going. But uh, I took Tis a Runner on top in here, the seven, uh, second off the layoff from Maker. Rad Ortiz rides has run well there before. Um, gonna go deep in here, just without a strong opinion. I like Bird's Eye View a little bit. Uh, best buyer speed figure off the break, uh, and now second off a layoff. Hieroglyphics has three wins at Saratoga. Uh, Sharp Prospect uh, for Joe Sharp, who uh, uh, has uh, won a few over the last couple of years at Saratoga, so he knows how to spot them. Uh, Vittori Kin off of freshening uh, and making the third start for a new barn could be ready to go, and I like Jose Ortiz taking the ride. Uh, Morocco I'm going to use. Um, and then counter offer, uh, I threw that one in also something that you said before we started taping that the Atris barn horses have been running well. And so this was 15 on the, uh, 15 to one on the morning line from the Atris barn. I'm going to throw that one in as well, just because I don't have a strong opinion and I hate to see that one beat me. So I'm going to have taken seven in the last leg for a, a $70 ticket. Um, how, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you my pick four and then you can analyze the 11th and give me yours. I'm going to go three, five, six, nine. Single the five, one two five seven eight, and one three six seven eight nine ten for a seventy dollar ticket. So, tell me how you see the eleventh, and what's your pick four look like? We have one horse difference. <laughs> I did not take the six bird's eye view. I took the five, the last zip for Mike Baker. <laughs> That's the only difference we have. <laughs> I like the other horses that, that you mentioned. I have one three six. I have that? one three five seven eight nine ten. That's amazing. Um, and the horse that you mentioned last is counteroffer is the one I had circled because of Rob Atris, uh, because of Manny Franco. Manny, Manny's trying to turn it around. He's doing a couple races here as we're recording on Thursday. And uh, he started off very slow at, at Saratoga, but he's starting to ride like he, like he can. Uh, but this is a wide-open race. I can make a case for going all in here. I didn't. 
but I did take seven out of twelve, so I'm breaking my own rules. So if I play, if I play tickets, you can probably bet that I'll take all here because I, I really don't have a strong opinion at all. Uh, Morocco for Sassy, uh, for uh, Sassy Joseph uh, and Castellano may have the strongest back figures. Those were Gulfstream last winter. hadn't really hadn't really been out since April, so. A little layoff kind of concerns you, but uh, it, it's just a tough, wide-open race, and I could not, not uh, fault anyone for going all here. So my pick four is uh, very similar to yours. It's a two-three-six-nine with five, with uh, uh, two-four-five, and then with one-three-five-seven-eight-nine-ten for forty-two dollars. Best of luck if you're playing Saratoga, Del Mar, somewhere else this weekend. Some great racing this time of year, and what you want to do is make sure you have some money in your Keelan Select account if you're uh, somewhere other than in front of a computer or uh, you know playing the races at an OTB. You can uh, get uh, get some money down on a on a good thing when it comes your way. So, and if you haven't signed up, um, make sure you sign up for Keelan Select and, and tell your friends, um, and um, they can get some good sign up deals. Great time of year to be. Uh, Adding to adding a Keelan Select account if you don't already have one. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. We'll see you next week on the In the Money Podcast or KeelanSelect.com.